Hello. Is that Garrett Joyce? It sure is. Chloe Garside, what you doing? Screwing. <laughs> I love it. I'm actually so excited to be with you today for episode eight of everyone's favorite, favorite best, best friends. friends. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I've been waiting for that one. I've missed it, and I'm ready to talk to you today. I'm so excited. Plus, I'm just holding in the back of my head that I know tomorrow we get to hang out all day for the first time in five fucking ever. So I am so excited because I get to hang out with you this morning. I get to hang out with you tonight and I get to hang out with you tomorrow. So I'm in a really good mood. <laughs> I'm so excited. And this is kind of like just time where we can talk about everything from the past couple of weeks because we've been busy. But yeah, I'm excited to talk with you today. The one major change in Garrett and I's friendship ever since we started this podcast is that now when we actually see each other and hang out, we're like, no, shut up. Save that for the podcast. Don't talk to me right now. Don't talk Literally. about that. <laughs> and then when we hang out, we have nothing to talk about because we have to save everything. Exactly. You guys get all the good tea. So should we hop on in, Chloe? Let's jump in. Now, Garrett, what is up with you? Because you've been had a lot going on lately. We've had a lot going on, babes. Um, should we start? Let's do chronological order because we filmed the last podcast you guys heard was a Noah review. And then the last episode was prom, which was filmed almost two weeks ago. So we've had a lot of time for stuff to happen. So we've actually been out to a lot. So the first thing me and Chloe did was actually together another business inquire because babes, we love working together. So we hosted a yard sale, which was honestly a hit out of the park in my opinion. So when was it, Chloe? I believe it was like almost was two weeks ago. April 14th through the 15th. There we I go. I remember because I made flyers. Yes. So we were doing- put around town. I'm really proud. First off, that's how I want to start is I'm really proud of me and Chloe because we worked so hard on this, especially Chloe. Chloe was making the flyers, banners, posters. But not only that, we were up at like seven in the morning, Friday and Saturday, moving big furniture. And Sunday, and Sunday like moving big furniture, moving everything, getting everything cute. Like you merchandised everything. Like, And it rained the first day, which we'll get into. But like we really did the damn thing. And I'm so proud of us, Chloe. Yes. Okay. So I had this idea like months and months ago. It's been a long time coming and I'm about to move out of the state. Garrett's going to be moving out of the state. Like our significant others are going to be coming with us. And it's just time for us to declutter, get rid of a bunch of stuff. And we all know like taking your stuff to a place like Plato's Closet is the most disappointing, insulting, soul-sucking experience. And taking it to Goodwill is always good, but you know, you don't always get as big of a cash back return that sometimes you might need when you're a poor college student about to move. So I was like, what can we do? What can we do? I don't live in a house right now. I live in an apartment, so I don't have a yard to do a yard sale, but I know somebody who does. And so I talked with Garrett and I talked with our friend Jared and I was like, what can I do to convince you to let me use your yard for a yard sale? And he was like, babes, as long as you do all the work, <laughs> then have at it and clean it all up <laughs> after and i said all right deal and yeah so like garrett said i mean i made some flyers i made some posters we got everything together we all had a big haul of stuff all of us have so much stuff and good stuff too and merchandising is part of my degree and it's something that i'm good at and i love to do it and it entertains me so i had fun mer merchandising our own little store each and every day 
and we got to make some friends. We had some crazy people come out, but it was yeah. really fun. So we started on a Friday and it was nine to five. So the first morning was super fun for us because we were getting, we we're super eager to get started, right? It was our first day. We wanted to make money, ready for our customers. And that's not the way it played out, babes. For the first few hours, me and Chloe were like all set up with our queue set up. We were, it was honestly so funny because we were making TikToks of the sound. Hey, what y'all doing? Oh my gosh. The even better TikTok is the one of us with the prices right. We'll have to post those on the Insta so you guys can check it out. Yes, yes, we, we will. We have some live footage from the, from the yard sale. But... It was so much fun, Garrett, honestly. And my favorite part, like, I talked to my parents about it afterwards, and we made a good amount of money. Like, I'm not mad about how much we made. I mean, obviously, I would have preferred to get rid of literally every last thing that I wanted to sell, which didn't happen. But I told my parents, I was like, at the end of the day, I have zero regrets because it gave us all an excuse to just hang out outside together. I got to bring Luffy, so he got to hang out with us all day outside a couple days, and... I had a good time. We, we did it. It's another good memory for the books. Exactly. And we had Juna Claire come, which is always fun. And Sage, she came too. You, that's my cousin, for those who don't know, and her little baby. And that was a fun little surprise. Just a, It was, like you said, it was a big hangout for all of us. And like it was a bonus that we got to make money. So all in all, yes. it was a great experience. And we, Sage is the cutest. So she brought in customers. And then your parents came in clutch big time Garrett because they let us borrow their tent. Because in the Georgia heat, you guys, the sun, we needed one of those like... You know those like um, sporting event like canopy tents, not like a camping tent, but you know we had to have our whole checkout area under a tent, obviously because it was a whole professional establishment. And they brought us pizza, which was so nice of them. And then Mitchell went and got a big old hunk of meat and roasted some big pot roast <laughs> for us for dinner the, the last night. So yeah, it was a really really good time. I'm, like I said, it's just another good memory for the books. I love doing stuff like that with you, Garrett, because it always ends up so fun. And like we were kind of doing a chore, but it just was a good time. And I'll cherish those memories when they will tell our kids about it. I know. It makes me so sad because I'm not going to get into it, but it makes me sad that that's going to be one of our like, last times we're able to do stuff like that. But not forever. We're obviously going to be moving in the same house. Exactly. Yeah, like, a, like a duplex. <laughs> yes, like a joint two-family home. Exactly. Well, and I've like, I have the rest of my stuff from the yard sales literally right behind me as we're filming. And I'm like, do I take it all to Goodwill or do I hold it in case we want to do a yard sale part two in May? Part two. That's what I was going to get into. I was like, well, guys, there might be a part two coming. So just, just I wait. Think there should be. <laughs> I mean, we already have this stuff. Like, I see no reason not to personally. I love it. So, guys, stay tuned to that. That's what we'll keep you updated on, the part two yard sale. We'll be selling tickets online on Ticketmaster for um, <laughs> tickets to the yard sale. So, if you guys are interested, check us out. We'll have the link posted. Please and thank Not you. Not sponsored by Ticketmaster. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, yeah, that was the yard sale. And that was, like, one weekend that that's all we did was that. So, that took up a big chunk of our woo woo but other than that i actually yesterday finished all of my classes like i'm uh, done with my college classes of course i still have finals i have monday and tuesday but like going to class and like just sitting down and doing assignments is done forever and that's kind of a weird feeling for me but like a good feeling but just like all the hype has been leading up for four like, honestly five years because i dual enrolled here so for five years i've been like looking forward to this and i'm like 
the best way I can describe it is Christmas morning. So fun, right? You're opening presents and then right after you're like, now what do I do? Now it's over. Yeah, and now like... <laughs> what do I do for the whole rest of the freaking day? I've been waiting for this for so long. So we're about to get into this as well. But so last night I drove onto campus to come and see you and we'll talk about why. But it's just funny you even say that because like I knew in the back of my head that yesterday, it was yesterday that was your last day of classes, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So I knew in the back of my head that that was the last day that you were in classes and I was driving onto campus and it was like... 5 p.m. I think, but it was a rainy day, so it was kind of dark out. And my favorite thing when I was in school were the later evening classes. Like the I had a couple 5 p.m., like 4 p.m. and 7 p.m. classes, and I really liked them. And I saw a couple of the buildings lit up with like classes going on inside, and like people having things on the projector, and people in little chairs with little pencils writing. <laughs> little information and it just made me so sad because I miss school and I was like oh I just want to do that again and then I started thinking okay it's official I'm gonna get my criminology degree I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna get a whole nother degree I'm gonna go to University of Texas because that's right there in Austin and I'm gonna start a whole second career before I even get this one started <laughs> she loves school so that actually is perfect do. that leads perfect into why you were on campus last night which is I hosted my event for my public relations class. So this class, all semester since January, we were assigned an event and a client, and our client has an event like that they wanted us to help with. So I've been literally just doing graphics, getting donations, getting entertainment, contracts, venues, all of that settled for the past three months. And everything came to a head last night and the event happened and my family came and Chloe and Jared came and I felt so supported and honestly what like obviously it was so stressful for me because I've been looking forward to it for so long but I honestly think that it was the best that it could have gone and I'm very happy with my group and my teammates and the really the main thing I was worried about was our client obviously being happy and she said she was happy, so I was like, all right, my hands are clean. I'm happy, like, I don't even care about this. I mean, it was fun, but that's all that mattered. So I'm glad that that's done because that was a big stressor. And like kind of the same thing, it's like Christmas morning. We've been waiting for this <laughs> this event all semester, and then it happened, and we were cleaning up last night after everyone left, and I was like, guys, <laughs> that just happened. Like, what do we do now? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I blacked out. Literally, I blacked, I blacked out. out. <laughs> so on my side of the event, I attended with... Jared and we rolled up looking decked out in our swagger and we came inside first things first they had a little booth to check in and Jared so kindly paid for my entry fee thanks Jared <laughs> and um we got a couple name tags so I was Linda Belcher if you know you know and if you know you know and Jared I'm trying to remember do you remember what Jared was Michael Scott that's right. That's right. Jared was Michael Scott. I was Linda Belcher. Um, and so we first perused. We wanted to go say hi to Garrett. He looked so cute in his <laughs> pretty little outfit, and he was so excited. He was in hosting mode. I was a hostess. So I, had to, I had to not mess with him, but I was so excited to see him. And we checked out all the baskets, which I know a little birdie told me that Garrett set some of those baskets up himself, and they looked so good. When his grandma, Kathy, heard that he set those baskets up, she said, are you serious? Really? Oh my God. That's pretty, that's pretty right there. That's pretty. Kathy loves it. But you it. did such a good job of setting up those baskets. They looked so good. I was enticed to buy them 
but I have zero money, so I had a lot of self-control last night. Honestly, Garrett, when's the last time you've seen me be around a shopping event of any kind and not put money down? I'm that's proud. Never. That's unheard of. I mean, I'm actually like, disappointed because the one time I would want you to spend money, you didn't. <laughs> it's because I knew that I'd never be able to outbid Roman and Holly anyway, so I was like, let me just let them have their moment to support no. their boy. Holly and Roman are the real MVPs because they went in with my grandparents like three ways just to get me the basket I wanted. Even though it was my event exactly. and I couldn't bid it. So I was like, guys, do you like the yeah. dirty bidding for me? It was Garrett's event. He fixed the event. He got the best basket and he's wearing the sweat, the best sweatshirt out of the best basket as we speak. I'm looking at it. His blood sweatshirt. I love it. I love it. But yeah, thank you so much for coming again, Chloe. I really appreciate the support because, yeah, I mean, it made the night for me seeing familiar faces. I felt more calm and safe well of course and last night was just a, a precursor for me exactly. that was a warm-up because i was so excited to see that but that was a like garrett said that was one of his group events his group projects he was working with other people on this so what i really care most about is his exhibit which is going to be happening tonight <laughs> and that's going to be all of garrett's hard work that he has done all by himself except for the one video that i start in um, <laughs> But he has worked so hard, and I cannot freaking wait. I'm so excited, guys. All of it. So for the past, like, since this podcast has started, every and week before. and before, every woo-woo um, section, you all have heard me say I've been working on my exhibition. So finally, the last week I installed, I have two exhibitions going on right now. One in, like, a by myself, like, a one-off, like, independent study. And I'm super happy with the way that turned out because that's kind of like secluded. So I feel special with that one. And then I have my graphic design exhibition where me and all of my classmates are in a gallery and we all have like a section of the wall and we were able to design it however we wanted. And I was not I was I am like very pleased with the way it turned out. And it's scary how exact it was to my like mock up of it. And just really all came to life. And like Chloe said, she's in it. And Chloe, the video me and Chloe made together is something I'm still to this day so proud of and everyone that sees it is like wait you directed that like that's not that's not like that's art babes that's not like a project and I'm so proud of that and yeah I'm excited for everyone to see all of my work like it's really exciting I went there this morning and finished it up and yeah I'm so excited it's tonight yeah, I'm seriously <laughs> tearing up right now I'm getting emotional because you have worked so hard on this stuff and the video I'm also so proud of it and I'm so proud of you for how you had that vision and I feel like we executed it exactly how you wanted it and I was so honored that you chose me to help you with that project and I felt like such a freaking movie star that day and we had so much fun yes yes and last night the event that we went to the silent auction was in the same building as his exhibit and they have glass windows in the <laughs> exhibit room so Garrett was threatening Jared and I with a knife not to look in that room and we were so scared to peek in there and for a split second I saw one that I thought was yours and I was like ain't no way but I peeked again and it wasn't yours so I haven't <laughs> seen yours yet good good no good good to expect. I know this isn't real but I kind of feel like it's a little bit of fate that your one secluded exhibition is in the building where I went to school. Exactly, exactly. We're going to take you back. I'm taking you back to your homeland tonight. <laughs> like, what are the odds that you would just happen to have a private little showcase in my building? Like, I'm so excited. I'm so, so excited for tonight. So that's something I'm looking, I have been looking forward to. And now it's finally happening. Like, and it's so, like Chloe just said, it's happening in the same building. So the past, like, two weeks I've been living in this one building getting everything ready. But mm -hmm. like I said, it's like Christmas. It's all coming and it's going to be done. And I'm like, 
what the fuck has just happened but oh, i'm excited babes that reminds me of when i was a senior and my whole senior year especially the last few months i literally spent every waking hour in that lab like until four or five six in the morning every single day go home for an hour two hours and then i'm back in that building like it's crazy but it's also so fun like, i know once the grind is over i know the grind is like so hard while you're in it but once it's over you're gonna i mean you're already in that euphoric stage of looking back and being like oh my gosh look at everything i've accomplished but like it's also sad because like, i know it's so stressful right now but at some point i'm gonna miss this i'm like, <laughs> like even so everyone was like complaining i'm like guys like, i'm gonna miss this like this is the last <laughs> thing we're doing i'm that bitch i'm the one that like is sappy i'm the sappy bitch so, like, like we're the little kids we were the little kids on the last day of school right home on the school bus crying cause <laughs> literally literally lol like, like oh my god i'm never gonna see my teacher again. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally me literally me but yeah other than that i've just been getting ready for graduation jobs interviews of course stuff like that but other than that those are like the big things i've been focusing on and that's all i've been up to babes i'm tired so what have you been up to <laughs> Well, I've been feeling a little bit sicky lately. I think there's something viral that's been going around. A couple of my friends have been talking to me about it, and we've all been kind of experiencing some of the same symptoms. So I didn't really want to come home and pack too much this week because I didn't want to risk exposing my parents to anything that would get them sick. So I kind of just focused on getting some chores done, like load after load of laundry, so much freaking laundry. But one thing that I was doing was watching a lot of TV. So I have some good stuff for our obsessed section. But before we get into that, I do I do just want to talk about a few other things. So I wanted to give one little shout out to Mary, our top listener, because she went and she plugged our podcast to like every single Miley Cyrus account on Instagram that she could follow. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for doing that. We really appreciate it. We appreciate all of our fans, but you, girl, you're a super fan, right? You get <laughs> I the love award. it. So, so, so sweet. I love it. It was so nice of her and totally out of the blue. It just made my day. Literally, yeah. And so one other thing I wanted to talk about, Garrett, um, because graduation is coming up and you've got your graduation, I know a lot of the people listening might be going through the same thing. So really quickly, I just wanted to talk about like some grad gift ideas and then maybe talk about like some grad party and graduation outfit ideas kind of some of that kind of stuff so one thing i think is really good is anything that might be sentimental about that person's hometown or the school town because a lot of times after someone finishes school they're going to move away so something like a framed piece of artwork that might like reflect that place that town something sentimental i think is so nice because a lot of people either give money or they give something for like the corporate business world so a little memento a little keepsake i think that that would be a really nice way to go what do you think garrett i love that idea i definitely think maybe like a good alumni shirt would be cute for, like from the school that would be mm -hmm. cute um i'm in the situation so i don't really know i haven't been thinking about <laughs> i think you've had some years like free, so I'm, like, I'm in the moment i haven't thought about graduation gifts but honestly at this point anything i get I'll be blessed. <laughs> well, when I graduated college, one of my most appreciated gifts that I still love so much and use to this day, my aunt and uncle completely surprised me. They sent me a Yeti cooler, which is something that I, first of all, would never, ever expect to have in my life. And it's something I wouldn't have bought for myself. 
but I've used it so much and it's so, so great. But with the cooler, they also added two little tumbler mugs that she got printed online that have the map of our college town on them. I so love that. that. Was so fun. Like that's a nice little sentimental touch, like I was saying, and I use them all the time. And I know when I move away, it's going to be so nice to just look like I, there's the little streets where like some of our houses were and stuff like that. There are college in our apartments and stuff. Exactly. Like that. Um, but another thing that I think is fun is like for like the men in your life, we've got briefcases, nice pens, like ties, stuff like that. If they're going into a super professional field like that. But then for people like Garrett and other fields like creative fields, some cool things that I've just started hearing about are people buying subscriptions to like online either like a subscription to masterclass so that you can learn learn added skills or a subscription to like adobe for a year just pay for that and get it covered for you or whatever it might be i think that's another fun idea i asked for a sub subscription to audible one year for um christmas because the job that i had at the time we had our headphones in and listened to stuff all day long so that was so so useful for me to have so that's another idea i think and for women you know it's a little bit easier because you can get pretty nice things and women aren't always going to be excited about <laughs> a nice bottle of perfume is always like a great gift idea i think but yeah i love those you had, some, you had some good ideas in there i actually really you like so? yeah i love the yeti i think the yeti that your aunt and uncle got you is such a smart idea like you said practical you'll use it forever mm -hmm. and then them including that little sentimental gift in there just was like the bow on the top to me like i i think that was a exactly. really it was great such a nice touch yes i agree i agree and also another thing depending on that grad in your life's current situation if you know that they're going to be moving this is kind of silly, but it honestly would be such a nice gift. You could buy like moving boxes, tape, like some of that yeah. stuff. That gonna <laughs> yeah. have to get. It's just one annoying expense that you don't want to have to deal with or like paying for a gift card for a U-Haul. I don't even know if that's yeah. <laughs> something like that or maybe less like direct, but there are all different kinds of things for a new home that young college students might need. They might be ready to step it up a little bit and not live in that college dorm kind of bottom end lifestyle anymore. So maybe some nice dishes or some nice silverware or something for the home. That could be a really good idea as well. I agree. And as far as graduation outfits and grad party fits, I'm thinking right now it's been such a nice, like, bright spring. I've been noticing so many bright colors and light colors and pastels and just like easy breezy comfortable. A lot of times these things are going to be outdoors and it's going to be hot and stuff like that. So I always go with like light layers. I always lean a little bit more casual if you're wondering because like if you're wondering whether to go a little more casual or a little more dressy, I kind of lean towards a little more casual because a lot of these things happen during the daytime. But I'm just really excited. The reason I wanted to talk about that is because I'm just super excited. I get to be on the other side of graduation this year, and so I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit excited to shop for my outfits. It's grad but time, it is, baby! It's, it's coming up. Crazy! I saw this girl on our local, like, um, Facebook shopping feed thing. I'm not sure, like the shopping group, and she was like, "I'm selling my." dress that I bought for grad pictures. I only wore it once 
It's Love Shack Fancy. I bought it for $800 and I'm selling it for $400. And I'm oh, a wow. sweet girl. Who's spending $800 for a dress that you're wearing for a photo? Literally what? Minutes? That makes That's no like sense. That's like so wild to me. So just I my advice to anyone out there would be don't make that mistake. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah. not that deep. Not that deep at all. And you'll I be agree. wearing a graduation gown on top of it if you're the one graduating anyways. So. Exactly. Exactly. I totally agree. I'm excited for my grad fits. I have everything picked out, but just like you say, I'm keeping very bright and light this year for the spring vibes. But I think now I've ever we're talking about this. I'm just realizing though that Mitchell has not gotten anything nice or new for his grad fit. Maybe I should go and take him well, out to get a new shirt. I'm wearing shorts to graduation, babes. I don't care. It's hot. I'm not wearing yeah. freaking. I'm not wearing pants. Sorry. And then we're going to. We're going. We have like a party after. So I'm not. Mm -hmm. I don't like. No, I'm good. I would I'm literally die. He's gonna be planning on wearing a suit now that you said that, and he is gonna die. So I'm gonna have to see if we've got something nice we can put together. And, and if it, we all have to take him shopping. And if it rains, dude, that's like it's still gonna be going on outside. So like, I gotta be mm -hmm. prepared, babes. <laughs> but I love that, Chloe. I think that was a great woo woo. I'm glad that we got to talk about what you were up to in the past week. And barely I can nothing. I'm barely nothing. But I'm super excited to jump into the next section because I have so much to tell you in the obsessed you section do. because pop culture has been popping off this past week. So I'm ready to hop in and I feel like Wendy Williams. This is my hot topics yes. of the week. <laughs> yes. I'm so glad that you just mentioned that because for anyone who doesn't know yet, Wendy Williams is Garrett's number one woman in the entire world. He loves her so much. I find it hysterical. I don't know why it's so funny to me that he loves Wendy Williams, but like I'm talking when he was 14, 15, I would come home from school. I would walk across the street and go to his parents' house. I'd walk up to his bedroom and he'd just be chilling in bed with a little mini Gatorade and a little snack and he'd be watching Wendy Williams and he'd be like, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it actually kills me every time. I don't know why, but something about that is just so hysterical to me. You know I love my Wendy. Let's get into the hot topics. So the first thing I want to talk about, Lana Del Rey, we all know who she is, we all love her, for her new album, Did You Know That There's a Tunnel Under Ocean Boulevard? If you don't know what that is, go a couple podcasts back and we did a deep dive on that. Um, but she released a vinyl on her website exclusively where she has her whole breast, including nipple exposed. Now this is not only iconic, but like once in a lifetime, like this is going, first of all, it's an exclusive and there's like a limited print of it. So this vinyl guys is going to be sought after for years like this is something i'm so just not because obviously she's naked Ooh, scandalous no that's not that's not why i want it it's the iconicness the camp now that's camp because why would you think alana would be nude on the cover of did you know there's a tunnel under ocean boulevard like no babes you wouldn't think it but she did it and that's what makes it what it is so now, have you seen the photo or you have to buy the vinyl to see it oh no i've seen it Okay, let me look. Yeah, go this. look it up. It's just one boob exposed. Yeah, she's like it's like a button-up shirt, and one of her like breasts is out, and she's wearing like a bow in her hair, and her hair is like I'm in front of her. She's I super just beautiful in it. I googled Lana Del Rey boob out. Oh wow! Did you see it? Oh, I see it. All right. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> there she is. She looks beautiful. And then Very one. Nice. I want to also mention one thing that I find interesting. So there's different variants or like different copies for different countries, I guess. And for the U.S. copy, now allegedly, I don't want to get sued. Allegedly, she is not including the Judah Smith interlude on it. 
the one with the preacher, she took it off. So I just had to plug that because that's never been done before, and Twitter was freaking by, out. That's never been done before by Lana. It's been by Lana. Done before. <laughs> by Lana. So she is the trailblazer. Anyway, so keeping with the Lana theme, and keeping with the did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard theme, Snoop Dogg went on his Snapchat story casually one day, smoking a joint, as, he's, as he always is, living his best life. <laughs> Putting like a star filter on or something like around him, listening to Candy Necklaces by Lana Del Rey. And when I tell you, unbelievable, that's, that's also camp. <laughs> that is camp. I love Snoop Dogg so much. But is he is he Snoop Dogg again? Did he go from Snoop Dogg to Snoop Lion, and now he's back to Snoop Dogg? I think he's back to his roots, back to the OG. Good. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. I love Snoop Dogg. He's so fucking cool, man. I think that, that's one celebrity that it would be so cool to get to hang out with. Honestly, you're <laughs> right. What's going on, Snoop? We <laughs> National Geographic together. I bet, honestly, he has some good stories, too. I would actually love to hang out with him. Oh, my like, God. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I bet you Snoop Dogg is that one celebrity that's, like, not secretly, because obviously he's very, very famous, but I feel like he's that one that secretly knows literally every single other celebrity yeah known to man because i feel like there are all those people that he he's always at the party he's like always at the smoke sessions always hanging out i feel like he just knows everybody he's like the one like every weekend he's going to like a famous person's house for dinner that no one he would he would never post about it just like casually going yeah, like hanging out i feel like snoop dogg has secret friendships that we don't know about and like when we're all just hanging out snoop dogg is like going over to oprah's house and just hanging out literally you know? yeah. and it's like people you'd never think like, he's just got like these serious genuine friendships with these random people I like love Carrie it. Underwood or something <laughs> yeah big like the two different sides i love it like completely so good. random but he just seems like a nice person to me. He's he's the person that could like honestly be friends with anyone, I think. Like he could make He seems genuine. Exactly. Exactly. So I had to tell that because when I saw the video, I'll post it on Instagram. It's so funny. It's just like literally <laughs> him high vibing to Lana. And I'm like, you know what, dude? I love you for that. So continuing with the Lana theme. One last thing I have to talk about Lana. She did a surprise performance at the High Water Festival in charleston south carolina which also makes me sick because we're so close to it but it makes me sick so jack antonoff um the singer of the bleachers was headlining that festival and miss lana del rey just pops out and sings margaret <laughs> from She's like let me just know? hang out with my friend jack let me just pop out do a little surprise visit yeah just get in there and this is the first time we've heard her sing um, Margaret, and I believe it's the first live performance we have from any song on the album. So that was really sweet, and it, I love seeing Jack and Lana like together in person in front of a crowd. And Lana's back on stage, guys. Like she hasn't performed in so long, and like she's going on tour this. Well, she's going like on a festival tour, like, like to different countries this summer. So Lana in a festival dress, just vibing out to her music. Like I cannot wish for more. So Lana's back on the road, and I'm so. I was so thrilled to see her and Jack on the stage together. Like, such a random surprise on my Twitter feed. I was like, ah, I love. So Lana's back in the house. He was quick back, back in, in the house. <laughs> I, I love. love. Yes, 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 yes. So that's all I have for Lana this week. <laughs> so we're going to close that chapter. But moving on to something that I'm actually really excited to talk about with Chloe. Um, So I don't know if you know this, Chloe, but Wicked is being filmed in 
England right now. They've been filming like scenes like indoors, like um, all like in sets and stuff for the past like three months, right? So we've been, we've known that they've been filming, but the past week they've actually started creating scenes outside, like with full sets, like budget babes. Like they um, did Munchkinland and it's budget, like so good. How have I not even heard anything about this? Wait, who did you say is in it? Ariana Grande is Glinda the Good Witch. That's what I thought you said. Yeah. Oh my god. And the, Wild. The cast is stacked. I'm not gonna read the names because I don't know how to pronounce them, but when you see the face, you you will y'all will know who they are. And I'm so excited to see because we're getting like sneak peeks now, like because they're out and about, and obviously they have paparazzi, so we're getting like little sneak previews of it. But I'm so happy and like like I said, the budget looks I mean the set looks phenomenal and the budget is obviously because of that but i'm really excited it won't be out until 20 next year 2024 and it's a two-part movie so there's two movies coming out and they're filming it all right now i'm so excited oh my gosh have you seen wicked before i've never seen it i have and defying gravity is like one of my favorites so i'm really excited but i don't know if that'll be in part one or part two but that is so lit when we went to new york for the um georgia southern fashion study tour i was so pissed off because there was a google drive for all of the students to pick what their choice was for the broadway show we would get to see and that was my first time seeing a broadway show and i wanted to see wicked for the first show or like at least one of the classics and these mother heifers picked mean girls on broadway and that's what we went and saw and i'm so pissed about it it was not even like good i, was... I would have i would have to, yeah i would have to leave and do my own thing i could not have let that be my first i mean obviously like, you didn't have the choice all, but come on this is a this is a hot take because i do like mean girls but i don't love it as much as the hype is built up to be now well, like it's I, gotten a little blown out of the water i love mean girls but i wouldn't want to see it on music on um, Broadway at all. That would be like my least. Yeah, it's like, but you I know? know the story back and forth. No one's ever going to do it better than exactly. Rick, exactly. The original cast. So I'm just. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot agree more. I 100% agree. All right. So before we move on from the Wicked set, I believe it's being filmed in Buckinghamshire. Is that right, Chloe? Because she's a. She's a Perfect. England native. I'm a Brit. <laughs> She's I'm a, a Brit. Brit. It's Buckinghamshire. Buckinghamshire. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have you been there before? Um, let me look into this because if that's where Buckingham Palace is, then I have been. Um, I've been to a lot of different places in a lot of different towns. So. Well, while you look into that, I'm gonna move on to the next section, which is Coachella, because Coachella happened the past weekend. Where, if you don't know what Coachella is, is a huge festival in California, and it's uh, it's two weekends. Weekend one, weekend two, and they all have like the same performers basically just do two weekends because it's a huge event and so many people want to go. So let's get into the tea of what happened at this year's Coachella. It was honestly kind of underwhelming and like, I'm not sad that I didn't go, <laughs> if I'm being oh, honest. There it is. Yeah, yeah. I've, seen, I've seen some things. Yeah, mm. not impressed, but we do have a little bit of tea, so we'll get into it. The first thing I want to talk about, just because... This is just me being petty because I do not like, especially the woman I'm about to talk about. And if you do, I, I'm i sorry. But Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes were... Can I tell you guys here, it's, <laughs> he hates Camila Cabello. He's being so nice right now, but that's one that he is so mean about. He cannot stand her. Nothing about her can stand her face. He hates that woman. <laughs> He's trying to play it off, but I'm not going to let him. That's it. allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> he allegedly 
hates that bitch. So Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello were dating in 2020, and then they called it off a, like over a year ago, I believe. So thank God Shawn Mendes to me is an attractive male. Thank I do God. think. <laughs> so thank God. Thank God. I mean. <laughs> So that happened, and then I was like, all right, Sean, like, clean up your act, like, clean up your image, then, like, you could be good again. No, they were seen making out at the festival. Well, I remember, <sighs> I don't I don't know which award show it was, but I remember at an award show, she had, like, written a song about Sean and <laughs> sang it directly to her dad at the award show, and it was about how he was going to be the one. So, I mean, he's the one, Garrett. They're meant to be together. Well, he can have her. I'm just, I'm done with it. No more talking about Kimmy. I'm sure. totally surprised, to be honest, because all along, I really thought that Sean Mendez would end up with someone like, well, to be honest, for a long time, I kind of thought Sean Mendez and Austin Butler would end up together. Well, something no, like and that. no, I still do. Yeah. And this is, I, this is not being mean. Sean does identify as straight. I'm not trying to push him to a box, but I could see that happening one day, him being with a male. And I would support that and love that, but I'm not pressuring him. Whatever he wants to do. <laughs> I'm not pressuring him either. I just, that's kind of just what I... No, I see too, though, Chloe. Like, I, I totally agree. But I'm saying that in, like, a hype way. Like, I ship that. I ship that hard. And even Austin Butler. I think Austin Butler's hot. I have a crush on him, but him with Shawn Mendes, that would be hot. That would be hot. <laughs> Anyway, moving on from Sean Mendez, um, I want to talk about one of the highlights from Coachella, in my opinion. So, me and Chloe love the show Euphoria. It's um, only has two seasons, so we've only watched like two seasons. But last season we watched together like every episode, and Labyrinth was one of the headliners for Coachella. Who that's actually sick. Like he would be a performer I would love to see. Mm-hmm. And during weekend two, he brought out Zendaya to sing all of us their song together from euphoria and this is her first time performing in seven years and when i tell you when this girl walked on stage ballistic the crowd went ape shit for her she said yeah. she like she posted a video on her instagram i believe the day after and was like guys when i walked out y'all like i couldn't hear anything like the music was gone i was just trying to like vibe like trying to find the beat because it was so loud and like I don't know, but I could feel the energy. When I watched the video of her performing, I had chills. She looked so good. Her hair, so that long. That scares me a little bit. Because imagine being a performer and then being like, fuck, I cannot I can't hear anything. I don't know where we're at. That is scary. Because yeah. like, the teacher calls on you when you're popcorn reading and you haven't been following. And then all of a sudden you have to be like, where are we? <laughs> Not like, popcorn reading. Not popcorn reading. We talked about this, Mrs. Fletcher. I can't read out loud. My mom wrote me a note. Remember? <laughs> remember um i okay so i saw the um a little bit of the performance and it was really cool i liked her outfit but i almost wish she could have stepped out stepped up the exact same outfit and taken it to like an ash nico vibe and just gone like a little bit further with maybe some like straps or some chains or some embellishments or some like like ribbons hanging off or something you know no hate. I mean, I still loved it. She still looked great. The crowd still loved her. That's just my one little, like, note. If I had been on her team, I would have suggested that. It came off like she was, like, an attendee from the event and not a performer. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't... Not saying anything bad. Like, like you said, I loved her outfit. I think she looked great. But it could have been more of, like, 
show stopping. Yeah, like more show stopping. I agree. There is something cool too about a performer going up on stage in a very low key outfit. Like when Gaga did, was it the Grammys where she went up up on stage with a tank top and Chuck Taylors and jeans? Oscars, but yes, I know she exactly was talking about. Yeah. But yeah, so like sometimes it is cool. And there are certain male singers, like I know a lot of male singers who do that, who will always just be in like jeans and a sweatshirt or jeans and a t-shirt or like- um, Even Lana. Sometimes like LP, sometimes Lana, sometimes King Princess. Like I think that's a very cool vibe as well. But I almost feel like if Zendaya was gonna do that vibe, she could have leaned into the character of Rue a little bit. Yeah. And done like a giant t-shirt and some shorts or a giant t-shirt and jeans or something. I 100% agree. Like I said, I'm not hating in any way. I actually, I really like Zendaya. I wasn't a huge fan of her from like the Shake It Up days and stuff like that. But now that she's developed and I've seen her in some movies and some shows and I can see she's very talented and I really like her. So I'm not trying to talk. No, I agree. Just giving her some constructive criticism. We love her. We want her to be better herself. But that was probably the highlight from the week because now we're about to go to the low point of the week, in my opinion. Uh, there was some really okay. disappointing news. Um, I don't know okay. if you've heard, but the headliner for like the big headliner of like the whole festival, everyone was like so excited to see, besides Blackpink because they were there, um, was Frank Ocean. Blackpink! <laughs> Black Frank Ocean was the headliner and very disappointing. So the first weekend, he came on an hour late and now all alleged because i don't know all these facts so i'm gonna say allegedly before we get into it but allegedly he came on an hour late and he was like barely on stage like he was like being recorded like and he was like talking to like the camera like kind of like behind the stage like you could barely see him from the crowd and he was like barely like he was like have the track going and just kind of dance to it or like sing without the microphone from the videos I saw, you know, I just wasn't... So, imp- like, he was just kind of, like, vibing, vibing. on doing his own thing, but not performing and not providing a show. And not for a headlining Coachella. If you're headlining Coachella, you need you need to be, like... This is fucking pulling. Coachella. Yeah. At one point, Coachella was it. Yeah. So... Yeah. So, he... And also, he went um, past curfew and was charged thousands of dollars. I don't know if that, I don't know if he was or he made, the, made Coachella get fined, because after 12 o'clock, I think it was, like... I don't want to make up numbers, but it was like thousands of dollars, like a minute or something, like a lot of money. So mm-hmm. weekend two, Frank Ocean dropped out allegedly for... It says uh, in your notes a leg injury. Was that, it like something it was like, like a, that? Well, yeah, it was like a leg injury, but it was like a sprain or something. But I just don't believe it. I, I, I mean, I'm not saying he's alive, but oh. it's like I could just see maybe he wasn't happy or like got a lot of con- criticism or mm-hmm. Coachella could have been like, maybe you want to like come back later or never or like shake out and be like all right we're good <laughs> we're good on okay, this on so this my notes on this would be i'm not a frank ocean fan in the first place so like i'm not gonna be biased i'm gonna try not to be biased in my opinion on the situation however that's extremely disappointing behavior for anyone like you are doing a job you are under contract you did agree to deliver something and you didn't deliver that's so disappointing people paid a lot of money to be there and like you said that was the headliner the most disappointing part of that to me is in the first place before even telling me any of this i could have listed fifty thousand other artists that would have been better headliners than frank ocean for coachella facts but but now knowing that he fucked the whole thing up, he took that 
chance and opportunity away from so many artists who would have taken that and made that incredible. Like, that's just disappointing. And I'm not, I, it could be any artist. It could be another artist that I don't even like. It could be another like major rap artist or something like that, that maybe wouldn't be like everybody's jam, but they might perform and deliver a show. And that's what you're there to do. And you're there to do a job. And that annoys me when people get to that point of celebrity where it's like, they just don't care anymore. And they're like, well, I'm Frank Ocean. So I'm going to do whatever I want to do. It's like, no. We're, I agree. We're living in the time of cancel culture, so we're not really at that point anymore. And you can't just fuck around with people's money and time. Cause it's, exactly. A lot of people who are just average people who get to go to Coachella, they're saving up money for the tickets. They're taking off of work. They're traveling to get there. Like, don't fuck with people's time like that yep. and their experiences. Yep. And guess what that left Coachella to do? They had, like, four days to find an act to replace them. And all they could find was, like three DJs that like combined together to like do like a DJ set which just messed up for the attendees like people paid money to see Frank Ocean he's headlining so like he was like the yeah. name of the festival now yeah think about all the people who bought tickets to Coachella to see Frank Ocean yeah Coachella yeah and like I said at the beginning this is two weekends so he completed weekend one so people thought he would show up to weekend two you know what right. I mean so like right so I'm saying like if anyone yeah I, I don't know it makes me mad but That's I do it's disappointing it is very disappointing but and it's kind of disappointing to me that Coachella couldn't find anyone else because you would think even on yeah. such short notice, you would think Coachella calling that they could find somebody to exactly. show up. Like, I don't know what the issue was there, if there was a budget issue oh. or just a timing and like conflict. But like the thing is, is I, I struggle to believe that every single major artist is booked and busy. in a time conflict right this second yeah. for, for one weekend. I, That's I true. To believe that. I do too. No, I was expecting more. I, when I saw, I was shocked that they about the people they chose. And I struggled to believe that even if they called someone and they were like, "Well, sorry, we have a PR event we're doing," that they wouldn't reschedule or back out of a PR event to make it to Coachella. Like that just shocks me a little. The bit. The math ain't mathing on that one to me, but before well, I'm glad I didn't buy tickets for this year. And on top of that, I was just seeing like the fashion all around bad. Like people were just not even showing up and shipping out. <gasps> the one thing I did see was <laughs> um okay, this is kind of mean, but it was a TikTok and it was like how embarrassing would it be to be known as a style icon and a fashion influencer? Oh. Talking about Hailey Bieber. And then go to Coachella and have Kmart make a post that you can buy her entire Coachella fit there at Kmart. Now, it's not the exact fit because obviously, like, the jeans she's wearing, the belt she's wearing are designer. But it's, like, the exact same look. Carbon copy look. And you can get it all at Kmart. <laughs> not Kmart. Not Kmart coming with the shade. Babes, she wore a white tank top, baggy jeans with a black belt, sneakers, and black sunglasses and a little mini bag. How well, many me, times have we seen that? Let me tell you this. That was like kind Go to of New York what, City, and that's what every single person will be wearing. I'm sorry. I'm exactly. Sorry. I'm no. Mad. Exactly. I saw a TikTok on this, and I want to hear your opinion on it. So I was looking at the outfits, and I was like, okay, this is pretty boring for like Haley, Kendall, all like the big names that were there. And one girl did like a um, TikTok about how the mainstream girls, like um, A-list celebrities, like Haley, Kendall. They don't want to be the same level as an influencers. Right? So, you know, like, influencers, like, get dressed up. Like, they were, like, really, like, they flashy. They, yeah, like, they're trying to fit the Coachella vibe. Where as if 
Haley and Kendall did it, they would be on the same level. So they're trying to be like, no, like this is just a regular weekend for us. So we're trying to be minimum and like we're not above this, but like we're not playing into that tactic level of like we need this for um, PR because used to Kendall, Kylie, Haley, they would dress the part because they, they would need it. For the PR. Exactly. That but now. At one yeah. point, that was some of their major PR. Exactly. Yeah, that was yes. like Coachella was the thing. And I would say before, ever since COVID hit, it's kind of gone down. But before COVID, it really was like, be there, be square, babes. And also for the last several years, I think it's fair to say that the Coachella lineup was, what is Kylie wearing? What is Kendall wearing? What is Gigi wearing? What yep. is like Haley wearing at some points and stuff like that? So I understand this idea of them wanting to be understated and like wanting to do something different, but it's also like, babes, you have the budget to do something that these influencers can't, can't. do. So even if you don't want, even if you want to go understated and even if you don't want to go flashy and like try hard, you could still go like Uber designer and still that's flex true. On us. No, I agree. I I'm not making excuses. I just want to see like where you what your opinion on was like that from that standpoint, you know. Well, I'm also kind of just completely, uh, this is such a hot take too, but I'm kind of just completely over and done with Kendall and Kylie, specifically those two, but I'm kind of done with all the Kardashians. Yeah, But it's I am just too. like, I'm bored of them. I don't know what Kendall's done in the longest, but I think she's a bitch. I do too. Probably <laughs> like behind the scenes. Yeah. the meanest, meanest vibes. I think Kylie's really mean too. And also, one thing I wanted to talk to you about was They've just recently released the new trailer for the new season of the Keeping Up with the Kardashians, like, new show. Yes. And there's one specific part that makes me fucking livid every single time. Oh, God, what? And I almost can't even believe that they included it in the trailer because, like, it makes me (laughs) so mad. Oh, my God. What? So, like, everyone else might watch that and think the main part of the trailer is Courtney calling out Kim and being like it's to your core that's your personality trait she made my wedding a business venture whatever bullshit no the main fucking part that is disgusting and despicable is a tiny little audio clip of kylie talking and she's saying i don't know the exact quote so this is not verbatim but it's like I don't want Stormy to do what I did. We have to be really careful about setting the beauty standards in the industry. Yes, I heard that. What do you mean you have to be really fucking careful, Kylie? You already fucking ruined hundreds and thousands of girls' faces. You already did that. You already ruined the industry. You already completely changed the industry based on lies and deceit by trying so hard for so many years to convince people that your lips looked like that because of your lip kits yep you made millions you profited off of your lie and your false advertisement and now you say that you regret what you did to your face you wish you'd never touched anything well guess what you ruined all of those girls faces like maybe not ruined and i'm not saying that in a mean way for anyone who might have had like lip fillers or some some of that stuff done and you might really enjoy it good for you but there are a lot of little girls that got that that didn't need it and they got it purely because of that person you gave me an interesting perspective on that because at first i was like well that's good that they're trying to like change it but you're right they've like had their cake and now they want to eat it too like now they're like they've no, had they've made late. the money and now they're like all right let's yeah. try to like backtrack on it no 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 no, no. no well kylie so much damn it we need to stop <sighs> feeding into it like those people are just not good people i don't no. think and i'm just that really makes me sick that you would want to be like, well, let's go and change the whole. Yeah. Let's no, change I agree. The industry. Let's change all of this. Well, why don't you 
cancel your luxury cosmetics company then because oh. luxury cosmetics uh that's enabling the industry to keep pink taxes on women to keep women going out spending money for things that they don't need to keep convincing little girls that they need to spend 45 dollars on a single lip kit to be pretty no i'm over it i'm over it so why, don't you no. just why don't you just close up shop kylie <laughs> It's about damn time. I have a Kylie lip gloss right here. Um, I never bought any of the Kylie products myself. This was a gift to me. I've used it once or twice. The lipstick and the lip gloss fucking suck. Oh. It's like one of the worst formulas I've ever tried. So. Oh my God. Now I'm well, mad. No, hold on. All right, we're moving on. We have, all right, nice topic, guys. <laughs> Chloe's heated. We got to calm her down. This is going to calm you down, baby. Right here, right now. Okay. All right, let me tell you. All right, all right. So. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I saw this on Twitter, and I'm actually super happy about this. This is not to get political, but it's just about Gaga. So that's why I'm talking about it. So President Biden named Lady Gaga as co-chair of his Committee on Arts and Humanities. And I just wanted to touch on that for a second, just to congratulate Lady Gaga. And out of any singer, actor, anyone that songwriter, I... Music songwriter, music production, music... Exactly, anyone, person. yeah. She deserves it the most because she's going to put her best foot forward and only want the best for every single person, no matter who you are, no matter what you do, no matter where you come from. She does not look at that. And more people like that need to be in charge in this world. And I know she's not any, she's not political or anything, but like, I get that, but it makes sense. And she's going to be phenomenal. And I just had to touch on that, Gaga, like you're doing the damn thing. And I'm so proud of you. And like, I cannot wait to see what she does in that position. Okay, I have so much to say. First things first, that was the perfect segue to get me. I was really hot, now I'm iced. <laughs> I'm feeling so much better. I got chills when you said that. Lady Gaga, Stephanie Germanata, she deserves this so much. I want to disagree with you, though. When you said she's not political, I know what you mean. She doesn't have a political career. She doesn't have a history or a career in politics. However, she is political, and she, she is, always yes. has been. She stands up for what she believes in. She voices her concerns. She speaks out. She speaks up for people who don't have a voice. Yep. She is the perfect person for this job. I'm so, like you said, I'm so proud. I'm so excited for her. I'm so, I feel like happy. I feel honored as a fan just to know that someone like that is in such a cool position and can do such good. And that's awesome. I think it's so cool that President Biden chose her out of so many people, but I can see why. The work that she does with her Born This Way Foundation is incredible. She stands up for a cause that is extremely close to Garrett and I's heart. So it's just, it's amazing. She's going to do so much good. She's going to change the world. I'm in so this excited. Role. Yes, I really do. And like, let me go back and correct myself. She, it, she, like Chloe said, I meant political as in like, she's not like running for like office or anything, but Gaga does not, she will. She uses her voice for good when she wants. And even at our concert, she said things about different topics that is are, that's very brave for a woman with that um, that much level of fame. And mm -hmm. just being able to still be yourself and not care that you could, like, obviously, like, offend some people and people would walk up. But she still does it because she is that girl and, like, uh, so proud she of is, her. She is a bulldog. Like I said, she will speak up for what she believes in. And she is not afraid to speak up for those who can't. And she's not afraid to use her platform to speak for what she believes in. Exactly. Sometimes can get annoying with certain celebrities and certain pushy things, which I understand. And 
you know, if she believes in things that you don't believe in, I guess I could understand that not being such a great thing, but you're wrong, so. Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but she said it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I just had to touch on awesome. that. Yeah, And I really, I really do feel like, so one thing about Lady Gaga that Garrett and I both admire about her so much, and we talk about this so much between the two of us, she is an incredibly dedicated businesswoman. She is a very intelligent person. She's very hardworking. She controls the room. She commands the room. She knows what she's doing. She makes a plan and she executes it. Like this woman works so hard and she's such a powerhouse. So I just know that she is going to be in complete control of this role and she's going to take it seriously and she's going to do as much as she can in the time that she has in that position. And honestly, if you told me right now that President Biden told her that he's stepping down and would ask her to come in <laughs> as the president of the United States, I would be so calm and collected and peaceful in my soul because I know we would finally be taken care of and we would finally have someone who really cares and really knows what the hell they're doing and is actually going to work hard and isn't 75,000 years old. Exactly. That Honestly, you're right. That would honestly cure all of my anxiety and I would be like, okay, we're safe. I can have kids again. We anyway, have someone <laughs> who's fighting for us, the youth. Right? Exactly, exactly. Okay, so for moving on from that topic, we're going to get into two shows that have been obsessed with and they're both on Prime Video for free. So everyone can go watch them right now. The first one I want to talk about is Jury Duty. And this show, the best way I can describe it, and how I describe it to everyone, it's kind of like the Truman Show, a little bit. As in, the preference of the show is this guy signs up to be on a documentary about being on Jury Duty. But the thing is, everyone around him are actors, and the whole case is fake. Everything is set up from situations to, like, um, venues, everything is set up. Well, Garrett, one other thing that I really like about this show, so like Garrett just mentioned, everyone except for this one man is an actor, but most of them are like minor extra actors. So they're not recognizable actors. It's not like we've got Meryl Streep in there playing the judge. It's people that you would never know are acting, but they added a little extra layer to the show by putting a celebrity actor in the jury group and it's James Mardson and part of the time he's like I think I might be a distraction to this jury because you know I might be recognized and stuff and the judge is like I'm sorry sir who are you I don't recognize <laughs> you and he's like you know I've been in Enchanted and Sonic the Hedgehog 4 and stuff and they're like they look over to the one guy who's not an actor and the judge says sir do you know who this man is and he's like I didn't, I didn't recognize him at first, but then, yeah, you know, he's been in 27 dresses and stuff. And he goes, do you think he would be a distraction to this case? And he's like, I mean, personally for me, I'm, I'm not distracted. And they're like, <laughs> okay, you'll be staying. You'll Watson. be good. But it's just, it's so funny. It's such a funny show. And that just adds like a, another little layer of it. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's so, so good. So funny. And just an easy show to watch. It like makes you feel good. It's like silly and like very, it's like a different show I've never seen before. And like, Obviously, it mess- messes with the guy's psyche a little bit, and I hate that. But I just watched the ending, and he takes it very well, and they're all still friends to this day. So it's a very fun, easy watch that I want everyone to go watch. It's also like, I don't want you guys to take it this in the wrong way, so I'm going to try and be careful of how I word it. But it's a little bit like The Office in the way that it's shot and stuff. Yes. It kind of has just the film style. It kind of has that same 
comedy. Like you guys know, if you've seen The Office, even the film crew and the way that they cut the cameras adds to the comedy. And they kind of do some of that with the jury duty as well. And they also do little individual interviews with people. So that kind of plays into the feeling of The Office too. It just has that like lighthearted comedy. It feels like a documentary that's not really a documentary kind yes of thing. yes yes so it's super fun i would highly recommend you guys watch it that's a great plug garrett because it's a really fun lighthearted show it's something you can play in the background and a lot of the time lately i've noticed almost every single show is about like crime or something sad or like something depressing so it's nice to just have something light to put on every it, once in a while. That's so funny that you say every show's dark and like morbid right now because the next show I'm about to talk about is dark and morbid. So this show yep. is uh, is also on Prime Video and it's called Swarm. Now Swarm, I, I've seen the only reason I know about it is because Billie Eilish played um, a role in this and I was like that's interesting so I looked at the trailer and it looked very like midsummer like creepy weird yeah. like super like that vibe so I was gonna watch the, um, our friend Jared but Jared doesn't like scary stuff so I had very little hopes of him watching it however he enjoyed it so that was very interesting it's very thrilling so the kind of preference of the whole show is there's this girl who is obsessed with this artist like obsessed it's supposed to be beyonce but they call her i believe nasha or along the lines of that okay, so but it's like a caricature like a resembling like exactly a personality okay and gotcha. the every episode starts with everything you see is fiction but if you see something that represents someone it's meant to be like that so it's kind of like we can't and every every we can't episode say but if you think it then you probably are on the right track exactly so it's kind of like that right so this girl i'm not going to spoil it but she goes crazy and like she only thing i'm going to spoil is she is obsessed with nasha and if you don't like nasha she hurts you like that kind of like craziness. Oh like if like God. if like if someone hated Miley for us, we would kill them. That's kind of like the preference of Wait, the show. So did you say I was gonna ask you to clarify? Did you say swarm like a swarm of bees? Yes, because beehive. Like the beehive. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. It's God. literally. No and guess what, Chloe? We just finished it yesterday, yeah. and it's all inspired by a true crime case that an actual woman is obsessed with Beyonce and is on the loose, and like there is an actual open case, and they're trying to find information on it. It's insane, and it's so good like you i binged it seven episodes like 30 minutes I'm each i'm gonna literally watch that today because i need a new show because what the only thing that i have to talk about once we get to my obsessed section are shows because that's all i've been doing lately is watching tv <laughs> and i'm officially out of shows so i need a new one and i'm so glad you told me about that that seems like a really good concept that they could even keep the title even though it works specifically for that storyline but I feel like they could keep the title and do a different series every season of a, focusing on a different celebrity. Like, imagine they could do the Swarm version of, like, the Gianni Versace story, too, because yeah. that's another crazy that's true. case that is true. or something like that. Well, let me tell that's you this. That's wild. I'm so excited. I don't want to spoil anything, but I want to tell you on episode six, this um, episode right before the season finale, they kind of film it like a documentary and they take it out of the fake world 
and talk about the real case and like it's like a documentary style following the private investigator trying to connect all the things together in real life and it shows the picture of like the real women and like everything like on episode six so it's really weird and she's free right now like they're trying to find the woman and they show a picture of the woman like please like if you have any tips like oh call this number gosh. and she actually no and she's obsessed with beyonce and she has killed people like because of beyonce and i'm scared of I love Beyonce. Don't care. Like, no, literally, I'm scared. Yeah, but like, because like, people, oh you know how people on Twitter like say like, I hate, I hate so and so, or like people, people mm-hmm. can be mean. Just well, she trolls. Yeah. Trolls. She She'll will find, find the trolls in real life. Crazy story. So many plot twists and turns. But I would recommend that's everyone. Like, okay, Garrett and I are super fans, but we go right up to that point. That's yeah. like the threshold. You that's where you ruin it. the fun. Like, come on, stop. You, yeah, come on, guys. That's It's not that deep. It's really there. not that deep. <laughs> don't yeah. go there. You that... don't have to ruin your own life by killing other people and ruining their lives about it. Just enjoy her. Enjoy you her. You can just enjoy her. <laughs> like, Garrett and I know full well that there are people out there who hate Miley and they hate Gaga, and we understand that they're wrong and they're stupid. And there's but something wrong with them mentally. But you with life. Yeah, they just have mental <laughs> issues, and they're missing that little missing piece they have one cog missing out of the machine and they just don't get it but that's their problem and not ours exactly we're just the lucky half <laughs> well i'm so happy that you're into that and i really do think that you would love this show like it's has chloe's name written all over it so hopefully next episode we can kind of talk about it now if you watch it next episode oh my gosh i'm excited that's exciting yeah it's really Yay. good it's really good so moving on this is just like a little thing i want to touch on because like we said chloe's a brit so i wanted to kind of touch on this and get your opinion so we all know that the queen died last year sadly and the king will be taking over and getting inaugurated and long live the queen long live the queen please so i've been hearing t for the past few months they're trying to get like performers secured for his big day like they've asked the spice girls to reunite they mm-hmm. declined they asked like mm-hmm. now this is all alleged i don't know about all the lists but like, i feel like they asked like beyonce rihanna no, this is this is true i heard yeah. my mom talking about the exact same thing she okay. said the same thing good 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 so they've asked like all these big name celebrities to come in there are like rather not yeah. <laughs> rather not do that love so last week they finally released the artists that were going to perform and i only know like two names that also could because i'm from america so i don't know a lot of british artists but the two that do stand out are katie perry and lionel richie which are very interesting choices and it's interesting that they're both on american idol right now i was gonna say it's gonna it's gonna be an american idol reunion up at the inauguration like i don't know and i saw an interview of katie perry saying she's like yeah when i got invited it was like very nice and like elegant and cursive and they invited me to stay in the buckingham palace like the nice night before and like Ooh, i don't know if i would do it i really don't if i was like i'm trying to think would i do it and i have to say probably not like i wouldn't I think, what would you gain from it i don't know what yeah. i would look i think they're opening themselves up for an opportunity to be hated by england <laughs> <laughs> Um, because I just don't know how the British people are going to take that, to be honest with you. I'm not trying to be a hater or be mean. I'm not a fan of Katy Perry. She's one of those. I was even going to touch on it when you were talking about Frank Ocean. From some of my (laughs) personal experience and research throughout the past few years, Katy Perry has been the type to just cancel shows at the last second and, like, ruin lives. Um, but, so I'm not a big fan of her. But I do really like Lionel Richie, and I think he's cool, so. Lionel leads us perfectly into the next thing I want to talk about, which is 
Sophia Richie's wedding in the south of France. Like, I... When I tell you, yeah. So, Sophia Richie married Elliot Grange in the south of France. Was it this past weekend, Garrett? I believe so, yeah. I think so. And it was so beautiful. I didn't do too much research on this before the episode because I know a lot of people have looked into it and stuff. I think she had three or four different gowns. Yeah. Um, But it was beautiful. It was gorgeous. They had the budget. They pulled it off. She kept things very elegant and timeless and classic, which is really what I look forward to seeing in these like big money productions. You know, exactly. They did it so So. good. They they did the one percent how I'd want it to be done. Like they showed the elegance, the class. I was like, that's Sophia Richie. Like that doesn't even like what? Like, babes, you're killing that it. That one felt more like a royal wedding to me than some of the royal wedding shit that I've seen. And it's so funny that she dated Scott Disick for, th- like, three years. And we just saw Courtney get married in Italy, and it was nothing compared compared to this. I'm sorry. Sophia really that's ate true. Courtney up. And, like, that's so true. I would have never. That, that's, that was not on my bingo card for 2023, if I'm being honest. Yeah, that's very true. I've also seen a lot on TikTok tiktok lately of people bashing courtney and travis and uh, also bashing her dress in the wedding and saying it was like the most lackluster last oh. lackluster disappointing like execution well it was very courtney then i guess and now we know all of the drama with her and kim so, that's interesting you know. that is interesting so i have just two more little things to touch on guys i'm so sorry i have so much to talk about this week <laughs> i have two things quickly i want to run um uh, and talk with chloe with before we move on but Miley Cyrus debuted her brunette hair for the first time in like over a decade. She for is the first time in a long time. Yeah, she's slaying the house down. She was at this. She gave her stylist an award at this, um, at uh, this award ceremony, and she was wearing Versace and her new hair, and she was acting so camp on stage, too. Her little um, yeah. speech was so funny. I might post it on her Instagram. Her giggles and yeah. stuff. Just, my, that's the Miley I love and know, like, her little quirky personality. Like, she's, she is in her, like, she's on. She was on in yeah. that moment. Yeah. She's on, and she's also just being 100% herself authentic, not putting on any friends, not not feeling okay i'm gonna give an award so i need to be fancy and step it up no i'm just gonna be miley exactly i love it she looks absolutely phenomenal i was never gonna say it but i was waiting for the hair to change because not because i didn't like it but because i don't know the bleach blonde hair just wasn't feeling super miley anymore it just felt like it was time for a change that something was about to happen i kind of felt like we were coming to something like this oh no i knew it because for um the new year's she wanted to dye her hair brown but dolly was like we're gonna be blonde together so we're gonna be blondes together i'm super happy that she did switch it up and i'm excited to see like i love when miley changes her hair we know something's coming so Mm -hmm. what's coming coming. Ah! i'm so excited <clears throat> but yeah, that was I just had to touch on that really quickly because that's our girl Miley and she switched it up a little bit. And then the last thing on my obsessed section this week is and just like that, season 2 trailer just dropped. And if you don't know, and just like that is a show based on Sex in the City like uh like the revamped a version. Kind yeah, spin-off, exactly. Mm-hmm. So we got season 1 last year and me and Chloe were obsessed with it and we just got the trailer and honestly i'm so excited for it i cannot wait 
I am so, so, so excited. I really loved the show. There were parts of it that we didn't like, parts of it that we liked. Yeah. We actually talked about discussing this show on the podcast before we had even started the podcast yet, but we had times where we would just sit down and discuss it. Like, they tried to be a little bit too woke at the beginning, but I think they sort yeah. of figured that out. I think yeah. they sort of mellowed out a little bit. Um, we all know that Kim Cattrall did not want to return as Sam, but Ooh. I think that they've done it in a really tasteful way that with that the show has done it and managed it. I think they've done a good job. And also, I just want to say, like, that's not shade for me saying that Kim Cattrall didn't want to return to the show because... It's a fact. I read some of her posts about it, and she's putting up boundaries. She's moved on. She's doing other things. She just doesn't want to return to that part, like, part of her life. She's moved on, and I respect that. So I'm not, like, saying anything, but I just think that they've done a good job of still including her character without pushing the boundaries in any way. Um, and we all know from season one, this is a spoiler if you haven't seen it yet, but I don't know how you wouldn't have seen the spoiler yet, <laughs> but we all know that Big dies, and that killed me in the first season, even though Big's like the worst character ever, I was still so sad. I cried. I, love. <laughs> I Oh, baby, I bawled. But for all of that heartache and pain, they're going to make up with it by bringing back Ethan in season two and I have um and I have a huge crush on John Corbett I always have he was in my big fat Greek I love him I I love him that is my favorite one of my all-time favorite movies when I was a little kid I used to watch the same movie twice a day every single day for like three or four months at a time I would just pick one and I'd be on that trend and for a long long time that was the my big fat Greek wedding train and I love him and for, for Jared listening Ian Miller, he's dry like toast. Put some Windex. <laughs> <laughs> That's for Jared. And I love that. It's my twin. Oh, I can't oh. snap you like a twig. You don't eat lamb? That's okay. Or you don't eat no meat? That's okay. That's okay. I make lamb. <laughs> No, that movie That movie is one of my favorites of all time. And I actually watched it for the first time, I believe, with Chloe. I think you might have introduced me to that movie. I could be wrong. but I probably did because, like, it is one of my all-time, all-time favorites. so good. And ever since then, I've watched it, like, a hundred times. And I, anytime, I, any, anytime anyone mentions that movie, I'm so down to watch it because it's a classic. And it's just so funny because... I, the reason why I'm saying all of that to Jared specifically is because it's just so funny. We'd known each other for years before finding out that that was one of our favorite like family childhood movies. And now <laughs> we just quote it to each other all the time. But yes, I'm so excited for season two. I can't wait to watch it. And that brings me to my obsess for the week, which I have a lot less to talk about than Garrett. But basically for me, it's just shows. Because like I said, I haven't been feeling too well lately. So I've kind of just been putting on shows letting a whole season play while I do chores in the background and Garrett we watched this a long time ago when it first came out but I completely binged the act for the second time it's on Hulu and for anyone who hasn't seen it the act is a show starring Joey King and Patricia Arquette and it's telling the story of Dee Dee Blanchard and Gypsy Rose Blanchard which is a true crime story about a Munchausen by proxy victim and then a murder case and basically Gypsy's mom Dee Dee kept her in a wheelchair she told her she was sick she told her she had leukemia she told her she had muscular dystrophy all of these different things Gypsy had to eat through a feeding tube for her whole life so she like never like could chew her food she didn't need a feeding tube she didn't need a wheelchair 
She didn't need any of those medications, any of those surgeries, any of the things that happened to her. So it was a prolonged abuse case. And in the end, she ended up meeting a guy, quote unquote, falling in love with him, oh. convincing him to murder his her mother. They ran away and they immediately got caught. But the story is a very disturbing true crime case, actually. But the story is really interesting. And a little fun fact. Fun fact about the act is they filmed all of it right in our neck <laughs> of the woods. <laughs> Literally. Completely forgot <laughs> until I had watched it again. It's kind of crazy, Garrett, because where we live, they filmed a lot of stuff. And um, the act, they have scenes from, like, the local mall. They have scenes from a grocery store that is literally <laughs> down the road from where we live. And we used to go there to, like, hang out when we were in high school and stuff. And it, that part's really cool. So... If you guys haven't seen it yet, if you're looking for a show, I think it's only eight episodes. So that's kind of a limited show, but it's really good. It's well done. And it's pretty close to the true story. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. accurate. I love that show. Um, I would, I definitely agree. That's like a must watch. And the story is insane. Like, it's like hard to believe. It's crazy. And so the act is a dramatized version. But if you're not into drama shows as much, but you're still kind of intrigued by this story, hundreds and hundreds of true crime podcasts and shows have covered the case so if you just want to know the case you could totally find a true crime podcast to listen to or there's a really good documentary called mommy dead and dearest and you can watch that on youtube and that's actually how garrett and i first found the story of gypsy rose and we had known about this story for years before that yeah. came out so we were really excited when it came out and the next show that I want to talk about, this is going to be brief because this is old, old news. But Kira, I started watching Game of Thrones. Fun. Mitchell and I just really needed a show. And we knew that that was one of the ones that have like tons of seasons. So we were like, what the heck? Let's give it a try. Because I don't know about you. But like we watch different shows at the same time. But sometimes we want to have like a dinner show and then like a before bed show and that kind of thing. So it's just easier when we get our food ready to just like have something to oh, yes. continue yes, and yes, put yes. on. But it's really good. Um, it's I like the fantasy of it. There's definitely scenes to me that kind of get boring. Like there are slow scenes that I'm not as crazy about. But there are different storylines that I really like. I have to say for anyone who's watched it before, as soon as Cal Drago or Cal Drago died, the um, character played by Jason Momoa, I was basically done and over with it. I was like, now that he's dead, I don't care. He was the sexiest, baddest guy, and I don't care anymore. But I do. I really like it. And Peter Dinklage is my favorite character. I can't remember his first name in the show, but he's the quote unquote imp Lannister. I would never use that word in my real life, but that is what they call him in the show. <laughs> um, and if you know, you know, but he's my favorite character. I love him and I'm a huge fan of Peter Dinklage. I think he's a really cool actor. Garrett, you haven't seen the show, but you know who Peter Dinklage is. He's the, um, I think he's like an attorney or something or like the boss in elf he's a like a dwarf yes 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 yep yes and he's such a good actor he's so funny he's so cool and i love his character in this show he makes the whole show for me so i have i've tried to watch game of thrones before actually i think i've watched the first season i just kind of get confused with all of the names and like places it's just like oh they're wordy and stuff so it's like kind of sure you have to watch like and like kind of 
know and like yeah. learn and study and right now i just don't have t- or when i was watching it and right now it's like don't have the mm-hmm. time where like my brain cells just don't be working right sometimes i was gonna say that's why we have it as like our dinner show not as much like the end of the night going to bed show because you can't just like fall asleep watching it or you'll wake up and have no idea and it's also talking about multiple storylines at the same time so it does get it's confusing. a lot yeah. and gara i won't lie to you like i'm i think in the third season or the fourth <laughs> season by now and i barely know what's going on i don't know the names of most of the characters but i'm still enjoying it no i love i need to get back because everyone loves it and once you get into it it's like a cult so like mm-hmm. i i'm just i need it's like you have to stick it through and like you'll learn it but one thing I do really like about it is I kind of miss from childhood. Like, I miss not having new Harry Potter movies coming out to look forward to or something like that. And I was never really much into, like, Star Wars or, like, Lord of the Rings or any of that stuff. That breaks Mitchell's heart because he wants me to love Lord of the Rings. I think <laughs> if I wanted one, he would give me the Lord of the Rings copy ring as an engagement ring one day. But that's not going to happen. Um, but anyways cool to watch like the fantasy shows and i feel like the older you get kind of the more of those die out but this is a good way to watch like an adult version of a fantasy show and still kind of get that like that feeling i think it's just fun to watch those shows it's different um but the last thing that i want to talk about the last show is on hbo max and it is big little lies now again this one's been out for a while so pretty much everyone's already talked about it already seen it already seen things about it but again like I was just looking for something to watch and I was like okay let me finally give this a try and you guys this is like one of my favorite shows now I finished it already I binged the whole thing the second season I binged in one day um the cast is out of this world we've got Reese Witherspoon we've got Meryl Streep we've got Shailene Woodley We've got Nicole Kidman. It is so, so good. There's so much drama. It's very adult, very intense. Um, But there are some serious themes, too. So you have to be careful, again, with trigger warnings. If you have any history of, like, physical abuse, sexual abuse, anything like that, I would not recommend watching it because it does get quite intense at scenes. But it is so good. And Garrett, I told you to watch it. I don't know if you're going to, but I also told Jared to watch it. So hopefully... Maybe if he gets onto it too, he'll convince you that it's good. And once you get multiple people telling you, you'll want to give it a try because it is so delicious and delectable. And I wish I could watch it again. Well, I um, you you called me the other day and was talking to me a little bit about it and how there will be no more seasons because the producer unfortunately passed away. But uh, since this is like a limited, I think sh- it was a producer producer or director or something i'm not sure but someone in the production team had passed away i think so they won't be continuing the show yeah well that's super sad but since it's like a limited just two seasons i am down to like try it and i want to like kind of get the trailer and like learn more about it and i'm excited Mm -hmm. because i have heard about it before and i've seen i feel like i've seen stuff over the years about it i just never really dove in so yeah i'm I'm intrigued Knowing you and knowing shows that you like, I think that you'll really like the film style. There's a unique film style of this show. They show you a lot of like really short glimpses. So in the whole first season, you're kind of trying to figure out what's going to happen in the last episode all along. And it still surprises you when it happens. But it's just one of those shows where you're trying to piece together the puzzle. It's really like dark film style a lot of the time, but I really, really like it. And I think it's extremely well done. I love that. I'm going to have to add it to my list then. You'll have to. Oh, I love okay, it. So, 
Garrett, now let's get into the music of the week because we have an announcement, a special announcement. Actually, the first time on EFBF history, we have like an album announcement, guys. I'm super excited that we can tell you guys that Kesha has a new album coming out called Gag Order, which I love the title, out on May out on may 19th and we actually got two singles today april 28th named eat the acid and fine line and she also gave us some visuals for eat the acid so chloe tell me what you think about these two tracks okay so right off the bat i definitely love eat the acid i think fine line is going to take me a little bit more time to get into not saying that i don't like it but it's a little bit slower gotta get into it and it's hard for me to see fine line and not think of Harry Styles. That's true. But, so that was interesting to me that she chose that name. Mm-hmm. You know, that was interesting to me. It is. But, um, I really like Eat the Acid. I listened to it a couple times before we shot the episode, or before we started recording today, and I did see the visuals. The visuals are a little disturbing. Um, it's like the same thing for the whole three or four minutes, so after the first few minutes, I kind of had to look away, because honestly, I was getting a little, like, freaked out it kind of made me like tear up a little it got yeah, me freaked out it did too yeah me too we know that kesha has a very painful history especially in the industry so i think this whole album is going to speak to that she's already spoken to it in her past music that she's released especially like praying and we love kesha and so i'm really looking forward to this album i really like these two songs that she's released i can already tell I can kind of get a vibe for what to expect for the album. Yeah. And I'm ready to hear her side of things and to hear her story and to let her let it all out. Me too. We haven't had an album from her in about three, I think a little over three years. So for my POV, it's interesting because I think Fine Line, I like a little more right now because while I was listening to it, it is more raw, but that's kind of the Kesha I do like nowadays. Like ever since we got um, Praying from her, when she gives me those, not even the vocals, like, because um, Fine Line doesn't really have, like, the vocals that um, Praying does, but I don't know, she just wrote some truth in there, and I was looking at the lyrics while I was listening to it, and I was like, damn, like, this, Kesha has gone through some stuff in her life, and yeah. I just am always rooting for her so hard, like, I love Kesha, and we only have actually seen Kesha live, um, but mm-hmm. I think this album is going to give us something new with Kesha, something we've never gotten before, I think it's going to be very new sounding like very like 2023 like she's going to be giving us kind of i wrote down in the notes reminds me of labyrinth like gives me some production value of him a little bit yes i felt the same way it's funny that you wrote that down because when i saw that no i i definitely agree and it's like a different sound it's a different vibe it's unusual it's different than what other people are putting out right now so i'm excited i think this album's gonna get some good attention some good traffic And I'm hoping she'll release some more visuals because that first one was good, but I want to see some more because it was just one frame. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, But I think that Kesha is really cool. She's made some super cool music videos in the past and some fucking iconic music videos. Of course. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what she does. I think she has a very cool artistic style and artistic vision. And I loved was the album titled Rainbow? Yeah, it's Rainbow. I think I think so. Um, I loved the whole Rainbow album, and I loved the whole Rainbow era, and I thought that it was so fun. I loved her being colorful, 
And I loved the lyrics of that album so much. And it's funny that you said that you pointed out the fine line lyrics because I do the same thing. Every time I'm listening to a song, I'm playing the lyrics while I'm listening. And I thought the same thing about Eat the Acid. Even some of those little lines that it's almost quiet to hear in the song. If you actually read the lyrics or, or see the words, she's got a very heavy, powerful message in there. The visuals do speak to the song. Like I'm not... I still encourage people to go check it out and look at it. It's just a little bit hard to watch because it's just strange. Yeah. And it, um, it's violating kind of. Yeah, it yeah. It gives you that feeling of violation and it gives you a feeling of... It gives you a feeling of like, I'm on acid. Loss of control. And yeah, maybe that you're on acid. So <laughs> it is kind of intense to watch. It's not like super intense. I don't think you need a trigger warning or anything, but it's just a little bit... Unusual. Weird. Strange. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, I think that it's really cool, and I'm so excited. Do you want to talk about seeing her a little bit, Garrett? We can talk about seeing her a little bit. I remember from this, this was about, I don't know, it was before COVID, I think 2019. 2018? Yeah, 2019. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere around in there. Somewhere in there. We saw her. We went to Atlanta for Atlanta Pride, and she was actually performing in... Um, not Music Midtown. Piedmont Park. Piedmont Park for free. It was a free mm -hmm. concert. And we got there. And I don't really remember that much of her. I remember that there was like not really big screens of her. So we kind of had to like get closer to her to kind of see her. But I, mm -hmm. one thing I do remember, she was singing a song. She's like, guys, I have been practicing my catwalk all day. So let me know how I do it. She's like straight down the runway. And she was like giving mm -hmm. us a model walk. But super good energy. Super fun. I love that she did it for us for free. And she like gave us a show and production and value. So ever since... I can remember. I've loved Cassius. Ever since she was like doing TikTok, the song, uh -huh. not the app. And then ever from. Since I first saw her for the very first time. I've loved her. Exactly. I love her so much. And her story is inspiring. And I'm always on Kesha's side no matter what. So I'm excited for May 19th. And we'll, we will definitely be doing a deep dive of this album. So stay oh, tuned yeah. for that. Yes. I wanted to touch on that too a little bit. So, um, like Garrett said, we went to Atlanta for the Pride Festival. And. Correct me if I'm wrong, Garrett, but I feel like we didn't know Kesha was going to be there all along. I can't remember how it went if we found out like a couple days before we got there or like the day that we got to Atlanta or something. But I don't think it was like publicized that Kesha was doing a free concert for the Pride Festival. I think it was kind of designed so that like the people who were there to enjoy Pride would get a free concert from Kesha. They didn't just want like everyone streaming into the city for Kesha and ignoring the Pride concert, if that or the Pride Festival, if that makes sense. But um, so Garrett and I went to go experience the festival. We had such an incredible time. It was such a fun time. I, so I fun. loved that, and I can't wait to go do more Pride festivals with you, Garrett. And um, I love. I just want to touch on the fact, like I love that Kesha did a free concert for that for that event and for that cause. It goes into what we were talking about about Lady Gaga earlier, and it's just awesome that they like use their platform and their voice for some good, that that's one like issue or topic that Kesha supports and she wants mm -hmm. to do something good about, she wants to do something nice, and she did it and we enjoyed it so much. Everyone in that crowd enjoyed it so much. The vibes, the energy, I think Pride is such a cool place too because everyone's getting together. We're all sharing similar beliefs, similar values, we're all having a good time together, feeling the love. Love is love, supporting each other. And everyone was just there to have a good time. And it was so, so awesome. And I'm so glad that we had that experience together because 
it was one that we weren't necessarily like planning on. We thought we were just going to get a good time at Pride, but we've got another forever memory. Exactly, together. exactly. I love that. It was such a fun night. And like we've been saying, Kesha is such an inspiring artist. I, I know she struggled throughout her career, but she's persevered and she, her music to this day is amazing. And I'm so, I'm so happy that she didn't quit and like gave up, like give up. So she's still giving us what we need. <laughs> me too and talking about this is just getting me excited because next time we'll have another pride experience together it'll be in austin or wherever you end up and we'll get to explore a new city together and who knows who's gonna surprise us at this next one we might be on the stage who knows <laughs> hell hell you're right count on it talking to the city of austin i'll get that <laughs> that's your first errand you need to go go to the city council and get us in <laughs> You got it. Hello. Right well, guys, we are we're not going to do a main course today because we've given you guys so much information today. I don't want to overwhelm you, but I feel like we've given we went into our yard sale, we went into what we did, our music, and then we talked a little bit about our Kesha experience, which is one of our favorite memories. Um, we have anything I have else? A feeling I have a feeling people won't be leaving hungry today. I think yeah, you guys still got some good appetizers, some good dessert. You know. Exactly. This is more like a this is more like a charcuterie board episode. <laughs> Pick and choose what you like, babes. <laughs> exactly. Just a little bit of everything. I love it. I love um, it. So we are so excited. This is crazy gear because let me do hold on now. Wait, let me look at the calendar. So the next episode that we release will be just two days before you graduate college i know it's crazy guys and then the episode, episode after that you'll be a graduate <laughs> <you're so done. laughs> that's crazy to think about i know it's crazy i feel like we should have started this podcast so long ago because we, then we could have listened back to when we were both in school and like going through this process but i'm so happy that we started this now so we have like a little time capsule throughout our friendship and stuff and that's kind of how i look at it just like kind of one day we'll be able to show our kids like look at look at me and um your aunt chloe maybe once they're 18 oh yeah babes no 21 kind of explicit warning on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i love it well garrett i've had so much fun talking to you today but you have got to go and mentally prepare and get ready for your big exhibition tonight I and do. i gotta do my nails do my lashes do my hair i gotta shave it's a whole thing but just know that I do it because I love you. I love you so much as well. And I'm so happy that you spent your afternoon with me talking about all of our favorite things and um, doing episode eight with me. I love it so much. And I'm happy we were doing the damn thing, Chloe. It's literally the best way to spend the afternoon. And oh my God. Okay, I just realized this is episode eight, which means episode nine will be next weekend, which means episode 10 will be the first episode as you as a graduate. So we'll have to do something special for our 10th episode. There we go. I'm excited, guys. So stay tuned. We're getting to episode 10 just a couple of weeks away. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, EFBF Podcast, where we post all of the behind the scene footage and you'll see when we post new content and all of that stuff. And we also have a TikTok, which is the same name, EFBF Podcast, where we're going to start uploading some of our personal videos of like some fun stuff that we go over in the podcast. And for anybody who might want to share the show with a friend today, we are always looking for new besties. So we are available on Spotify and Amazon Music. So please download, rate, and subscribe. But if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Because if you have something mean to say, you have to apply to be a guest host on the show for that. Because we save our <laughs> meaning words for the episode. Okay? Exactly. 
We love you so much, besties. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Everyone's Favorite Best Friends. And we can't wait to catch you next week. Yes, we love you so much. And we'll catch you then. Goodbye. Bye.